back up and running we had a few podcasts here and there in the off season but it's never the same it's never the same no it is not but uh as always i'm representing myself i'm kevin and i'm lance and we have as a little always drinking whiskey. some whiskey i don't know if y'all know this or not for those of you new listeners we picked up some listeners in the off season which is fantastic welcome to everybody uh but the claw casters it's called that for a couple of reasons we claw into some hot topics okay yeah but um, CLAW stands, it's K-L-A-W, it stands for Kevin Lance and whiskey. whiskey. So we do drink whiskey here, we're not your normal podcast you're listening to, we cuss a little bit, we drink a little bit, hey, but we talk cheese, you know But we mean? get some good knowledge you in there, I mean? you'll get some good knowledge. Just a couple fans, just having a good time, but uh, we'll have guests uh, on throughout the season and stuff, and special guests and things like that, but for now... We're going to get into what everybody's wanting to talk about, man. The season's about here, but we just uh, went through um, roster cuts, and we got, yep. our, we got our roster. We're right? down to the final 53-man roster, Ooh. and uh, we're going to go over that. But before we do that, we want to go over some news and notes that's happened outside of the roster Yes, coming into here. News and notes. Kansas City edition. Usually we do news and notes around the league, but the league hadn't, you know, the season hadn't started, but as it right. Does happen. We'll keep you up to date on all the league news and notes. Yeah, but uh, big league news, basically Cam Newton's cut. Is there anything else big? There's not a lot going on. Yeah, the yeah. Cam Newton's cut, and uh, old Mac Jones is the starting the starter there, up there. Well, but who um, cares? Yeah, who? Right. Who cares? Nobody right? cares. But um, what's going on with the Chiefs, though? Kevin, yeah, tell so, us what's going uh, on. So we got some Chiefs news. It's not the greatest news here, unfortunately. We heard earlier in the week that uh, Honey Badger himself has tested positive for COVID. Um, that sucks. Apparently he's fully vaccinated and, and we're not getting into that. Or I just say that because it's a different protocol for the league if you are. Right. So the protocol, I looked this up because I'm the nerd. Good. I was wondering, because I was thinking this today, I was driving home and I was like, I wonder what exactly the league protocol is. I was like, I should text Lance. And I was like, well, he probably already looked it up. I probably already <laughs> looked it up. And I did. So basically if you're a vaccinated player, uh, all you have to do is wait for two consecutive daily tests of negative. It doesn't matter how soon it happens. If really? it happens immediately, if it happens 10 days later, whatever the rule is, it's just got to be two consecutive negative tests in a row. Okay. All right. So that's not that bad. No. So so that's good. Now, if you're not vaccinated, there's a different protocol on a quarantine time and all this other jazz. Right. I can go into that, but we don't need to. Don't need to. We need to know right. about the honey badger. Right. And that's what's most important. But it sounds like... Um, he- Barring everything goes good and, and he tests negative and all these things, that he's going to be back in time for the for the first game, right? Right. They're saying he has no symptoms. He's non symptomatic, right? Okay. Now. Okay. Now, obviously, that can change. We all know COVID. Yeah. It's not a mystery right. here, right. but uh, and, we got that. And uh, and first of all, before we go any further, there is you know this came out. This news came out in in Chiefs Twitter and and Chiefs fans. I know it's it's like doomsday. Anytime there's bad news, right? And like people just freak out. 
I just want to say first and foremost, man, uh, hope he's okay and his family's okay because you got kids, you know what I mean? Like, Oh, absolutely. You get yeah. COVID and, and a lot of these athletes too are, are like, look, I'm healthy. You know, I take care of my body, great nutrition, as healthy as you can. You know what I mean? Lungs are great. But you don't know like your kids, you know what I mean? They don't have exactly. necessarily, you know, the greatest immune system here. You know, they eat chicken nuggets every day and not a lot of nutrition probably, but so I hope his family's okay, but yeah, obviously we want him to get better and, and selfishly for the team too, you know. And a testament to their protocols because nobody else. That's you true. talk about one of the leaders that's probably in people's faces, you know, saying, "Hey, get in here." <laughs> he yells, you know, <laughs> he'll yell at you. He's, he's not the quiet type, <laughs> right? That's but a good point. To not be able to pass it on. That's true. Yeah, the hey. way they did. So that's testament to the protocols they're putting in place. You know, yeah, that's it's pretty perfect. pretty amazing. Yeah, that's good news. And uh, knock on wood, nothing else happens or anything. But they say he's going to be back, you know, and, and we could go into what it would look like if he wasn't. But for now, we don't really need to because uh, Honey Badger don't give a shit. So. He don't care. Yeah. <laughs> they don't give a shit. So, uh, um, yeah. Some other news on Honey Badger. I don't yeah. know if you have this on your list. Still no new extension. All right. Lack no. of news, really. Lack of news. And he tweets, if you follow Honey Badger on Twitter, man, he tweets some cryptic stuff that sometimes you're like what is like are what we losing him say, like yeah. is he are we getting traded here you know um and i think that's just part of the show i think you know like true there's some feelings and there's some there. games playing there yeah. and uh i was reading one thing and i don't know how accurate this information is i guess it's a debate on three years versus five years oh okay contract which to me just go for but whatever <laughs> Can't y'all meet in the middle? I guess never they don't want to give Honey Badger five years like we did Eric Berry. Yeah, I mean, I could see why. We just, because we, we were still that, paying that's him. That's hard. Yeah, well, Last this year is we our were, first year right, not paying right. him. And uh, instead, we decided to pay the same number to Schwartz and Fisher. But yeah. in the cap, it's just cap. They're not actually getting paid, but they're, yeah, they're yeah. cap hit to us. So okay. apparently, it's about longevity there, which is good that he wants to stay five years. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a good, good note. Sounds yeah. like trying to make it happen. Oh, I agree. And and look, you know, again, Chiefs Twitter is doomsday. That you know, Veach is not going to just let him get pissed off and walk or something crazy. Yeah, like, no. you know what I mean. He's not going to piss him off. They're trying to do it the right way. Veach is a good negotiator. They're trying to make sure that everyone on the team is going to benefit too. So and he'll tag him if he has to. Yeah, and yeah. I think Honey Badger will take the tag. Yeah, you know, because right now he's one of the highest paid. Uh, safeties anyways. Right. So, and it's just an automatic 20% pay increase. Right. Tagged. And I was going to say, I mean, I know a couple guys, Jamal Adams and somebody else got a, a contract here recently. Jamal Adams did, but it wasn't that much more than yeah. any Badgers. Yeah. So. Current one. It's now, all. I get it. He's going to be 30. Right. And right. that's kind of the. You start to, you know, not everybody, not everybody can be old age like Tom Brady. You know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah. You're a yeah. safety. You hit. Constantly, yeah, especially defensive backs, that kind of group, especially when you're talking about uh, he's played every snap the last two seasons right. he's a beast. at an all-pro first-team level. So right. even him at 90%, even if it's two years from now and he's 90 that, still, to me, that's still worth still, it. Still, yeah, absolutely. And, and like you said, he's not a quiet player. He's not a corner where he's right. just – you hear his name every few, you know, Drives. He's there every single play. Like right. he's around the ball. He's the heart and soul of the team. I yeah. mean, you remember whenever we first got the Lamar Hunt Trophy and the Super Bowl Trophy when they put put three players up on the stage? Yeah. Who was it? Yeah. It's obviously Mahomes and Kelsey and, and the Honey and Badger. Honey Badger. Yep. He's the heart of the D and the quarterback of the D, and he's the MVP of the D. So 
they're gonna they're gonna try to get that done. It just haven't happened yet. And much like you said, the longer it goes on, it's it just is news. Yeah, it, yeah. It's still gonna be news yeah. because, like I said, I want him. Yeah, I want you. If you're listening to this, Honey Badger, Honey Badger, yes, please. I want you. I want to be with you. Um, for guys that know my uh, reference there, but um, yeah, <laughs> we'll see what happens with him. Hope hopefully he's uh, feeling better and and everything. So yes. Yes, so news. more news that's a little bit more concerning, depending on who you are. Uh, Willie Gay has Ooh. turf toe. Yeah. Well, they didn't say turf toe necessarily. They just said an injury to his toe. Right. And some other reports are saying I mean, people make those connections. Yeah. It's not hard to make that right, connection. Right, right. And luck, not luckily, but we know a little bit about turf toe around here. You know what I mean? Um, Mitch Schwartz. Uh, came out after so Pat Mahomes had turf toe last year, as we all remember, and he was running around the course of the Super Bowl on turf toe. Uh, so, so you can run around on it, but it eventually needs to be addressed, right? It mm-hmm. needs to be fixed or whatever. And Mitch Schwartz came out um, during you know when Mahomes had this, and and he was like, yeah, he's going to get surgery, and here's what I had to do. And he he went through his whole story, and he's like, obviously your career is not in jeopardy. Obviously, you can still play this year. It's just you don't want to push it because it'll linger the whole year. You know what I mean? Right. So right now, they put him on injured reserve, which is different than it used to be. So now he's got three games. Right. At Instead least. of the eight, which is normal, right. we, we got the same protocols as last year. Right. And that's good. That you know, and that's good. So hopefully it doesn't linger on. Hopefully it's not anything crazy. Um, but, yeah, he's going to be out the first three games. And I don't know if you all saw the schedule. First three games pretty tough. Yes, they are. And uh, that's at minimum three games. He could be that's longer. That's right. That's right. Um, but and he looked good in the offseason. I mean, that's he what sucks. was. Yes. I was more excited about him than I was Snead coming into the Dude, season. I thought he I'm was going to take. You. And I think that's that's why everyone's upset is because they know his potential. Like, oh, he's just an athlete, man. And he was coming along and doing made some big plays yeah. in preseason. There. He's going to be a hell of an off the ball yeah. linebacker for us, guys. Yes. Yeah, he is definitely. going to be. He's not a bust. He's going to right. be. Right. And it sucks to start the year that way, but it's better to start the year than end the year. I mean, you know what I mean? Like we need we need him in the long run. This is a long, regular season, seventeen games, and you talk about three or four games, that's you know, I know it's yeah. I know it's almost a quarter of the season, but still in the grand scheme of things, we're talking we're trying to, you know, play twenty games here. You know? Yeah. So uh it could be a lot worse. So we'll see People are saying he's accident prone now and stuff like that, and that kind of sucks. But well, he did get injured with last yeah, game of the year. Yeah, um, sort of Thornhill. Thornhill took a while to come back, but he's looking better. Yeah, we can get into that yeah, later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's the news. No, well, I guess part of that news is there's some players were able to get added back on because of there's some roster spot. Well, there's one roster spot because of Willie Gay, right? Right. Uh, so and there, Honey Badger. And Honey Badger. So there's Currently. two roster spots yeah, 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 available, yeah. and we'll get into those. I don't think they addressed because they're expecting Honey Badger to be Yeah, back. yeah, yeah. But um, um, but let's get into it. Let's yeah, get into the, yeah. So the, that's what we want to do. Uh, this this uh, podcast we'll talk a little bit about the roster, the 2021 Chiefs, and um, this is going to be a good year, man. But let's just figure it out. The uh, tablet went off, yep. but we memorized it all by by heart. Uh, well, let's start with the quarterbacks, and that's the easiest one. Yeah. Probably less worry about that than any of them. Um, no controversy. Uh, yeah. Holmes and Henny, you know. Right, right. 
Some oh. people were asking whether or not we keep Shane because he looked good. He looked good, didn't he? He looked season. good. He did look good. But we were able to keep him on the practice squad, so he cleared waivers. Yeah. So yeah. I think if we thought he was getting picked up, I think they might have kept him. Yeah. But I think that – We got him stashed, yeah. We, we got him stashed now. But, yeah, Henny, I mean, he's on the right, you know. So uh, And he did look good, too, in the preseason. So – uh, he throws some strikes, man, so uh, anything is possible in there. Yep. And what he did in the divisional playoff game, I mean, he's here. Right. He's here till he he's, doesn't want to be. He's a legend in Kansas City. Right? Yes, he is. So, yeah, that's the old QB room. Uh, moving on down to the running back Which slot. Which is, by the way, exactly the same as last year with the exception of the practice spot. Yes, yes. So, no changes. Nobody thought there was going to be changes. No surprise. Nothing crazy. Running backs, what do you got? Yeah, so running back room, here we are, of course. We've got Clyde, Clydesdale, uh, Edwards, Hilaire, and uh, expecting big things out of him this year. He's going to be more in the passing game and stuff. But he's obviously our number one, you know. Yes. Um, First-round draft pick, he's the number one. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he's going to turn up this year. we got Daryl the Barrel Williams behind him, picking up those those uh, needed yards, the thumper down the stretch. But he he looks. He, he always played solid. He did. He he looked pretty damn slow in the preseason. But yeah, two uh, LSU boys. Remember? Oh yeah, right there. Didn't Just think about remember that. Remember that. Now yes. here's the new guy this year. Yeah, Jarek McKinnon. Jarek McKinnon. He looked good. Dude, he looks fast, in preseason. man. Yeah, I was surprised. I didn't know he was that fast. He ran like a four four three or Dude, something yeah. like that. He's a he's a game changer. Alara is fast in his own right, and Daryl is not. And <laughs> and uh, McKinnon is, and that there's a nice change of pace back, uh, the, running That'd out of backfield. Yeah, that's going to be nice. Yeah, so we kept him, and then we kept our fullback, old Michael Burton, the sausage replacement, the sausage two, <laughs> two point sausage, two, sausage two point Yeah. No, Andy really likes to keep a fullback. I actually looked it up today, and only thirteen teams have a fullback on their roster. Really, this year at thirty-two. Has changed. I you mean, know, we knew that, but I didn't know there was only 13. Yeah. That's kind of crazy. So, we're keeping one, and Andy Reid's old school, so that's good. Yeah, they like him, man. Yeah. And um, he can catch, too, for a fullback. You remember uh, the 49ers fullback? I can't spell I can't pronounce his I name. I know. Yuchik or you, whatever. Yeah, but he's top-notch, yeah. Yeah, and, and that dude can catch. And when you get a fullback that can catch, it's basically another tight end out of the backfield. So, that's not bad whenever he's in there, you know. So Yes, yes, but, that's good. Now, surprise cuts was Darwin Thompson. Darwin, man, yeah. And I think he's a little butthurt because he decided not to sign with us on the practice squad. I know. Where'd he go? He left us. Went to Tampa Bay. Oh, he went to Tampa Tampa Bay. Bay. That's right. Signed with them. So that's kind of like, I think you're right. I think he's a little butt. I mean, we drafted him. We gave him two years. He was fumble prone every time. I hate it. I thought he was a good special teams player. He made that one hell of a play in the Texans playoff yeah, game. Yeah. I mean, two it, years ago. But there's yeah. just not enough room. Um, and he just didn't quite take advantage of his opportunities. And that's just the business of it. And remember, so last year we did have five running backs. This year we only have four. So yeah. he was the cut. And it's to make room for other yep, players. And we'll get, get to, to those players. Yep, that's true. That's a good point because there's some other positions that we were surprised at what they kept too. Mm-hmm. So. And then Derek Gore, everyone's the fan favorite, Derek Gore. Yes. And he did look good, I ain't going to lie. He looked good. He but did he, look good. He's on the practice squad. So, yeah, so he made it, made it the practice squad. And, yeah, we like him. But, um, but yeah, Darwin, it's, it sucks that you go. Uh, he's about 5'7", and I don't know how much he weighs, but 
about 180 soaking wet. He's small, but he could. Uh, I used to watch his workout videos, and he was like squatting 600 pounds or something Damn. crazy. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. you want to take the tight ends here? Tight ends. This is shocking. We kept four last year, and we're doing it again this yeah. year, but it's entirely different four besides Travis Kelsey, obviously. Dude, last year's tight end in comparison room was shit. Remember Kaiser? This. Yeah. And then uh, Ricky Seals. Seals Jones. I don't think he ever, did he dress again? No. Man. Yeah. And uh, uh, what's the other fellow's name that we loved? We just could not cut him for the longest time. Uh Damn it, I'll think of his name in a second. But he gone. He gone. He gone. He gone. <laughs> he gone. So we drafted Noah Gay, Greg, excuse me, and uh, Blake Bell. We brought him back. So yeah. he was there for the Super Bowl run. Yeah, and, and he's a beast blocker. He's good. Yeah. He's good. And we kept Jody Fortson. <laughs> Jody Foster. Or, yeah, it's Fortson. Fortson. I just call Jody, Jody Foster. Foster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's been transitioning, right? Because he was a receiver. And then tight yes, end. We thought we were, he was going to keep on us last year as a receiver. We yeah. were surprised that he yeah. didn't. But I guess he added 20 pounds. Yeah, he's big. To play the tight end. So, really, he's a receiver. Yes. And I've been talking about, no, Gray's probably a re- more of a exactly. slot receiver than anything. But if you can teach them how to block, too. Yeah, man. Andy Reid's got some. He's got something going on. Some ideas he? pulled up. Yeah, he does. And, and I think they asked Pat Mahomes after the last preseason game. They were like, um, how do you how do you like the four tight end set? And I forget what they call it. I think they call it like fourteen or it's fourteen. Yeah. yeah, and um, and he's just like, yeah, yeah, I like that a lot. <laughs> it was like kind of a giveaway that hey, they're keeping four tight ends. <laughs> <laughs> so fourteen means one running back and four, four tight, tight ends. ends. Okay, that makes sense. So if it's a twenty-one, it means two receivers. Oh, okay. One running back. Okay. And that and it's a fourteen, so it's very rare to hear a fourteen personnel yeah. called out. Man, you know Andy's going to do some crazy stuff with that, dude. Oh, like, he's going to have a hell of a good time. Like, no gray. He's going to develop. He's a good pass catcher. Obviously, Jody Fortson was a receiver, so he's a good catcher. He's a big boy. And he's, and he's, yeah, these are all big dudes. You know I mean? so, so that's exciting. Um, you you could argue that, hey, we, we didn't keep as many running backs because we kept four tight ends. That's true. Um, but, again, we kept four and five last year. That is true. That is true. But, but yeah, we'll get into the receivers. The receivers. So someone on Twitter said this, and they said, cover up Tyreek Hill's name and tell me this is not a terrible receiving core. <laughs> I, was like, I wouldn't say terrible. Yeah. But damn it, it's, it, it is, does look weak after that. That is true. He doesn't look strong. Now, me, Cole, you know, he's solid. Yeah. But he's not outstanding. Right. And he can be. Yes. Robinson's consistent. He's not a good Punt returner. Let's make sure. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and and then, Byron Pringle looks solid last yeah, year. Yeah, we all like Pringle. I mean, there was games last year where he stepped up, and every time he's had an opportunity, and that's what you love, when you get in the game and you get a chance, make the most of it, and he always has. You know what I mean? So, um, so yeah, I like that. I like keep, uh, keeping Pringle there. Yeah, I feel like this is probably our weakest offensive uh, position yeah, group. Yeah, I agree. Yes, and I and I agree when you said that take away Tyreek. But remember how good our tight ends are exactly. at receiving that it may right. see a lot more two tight end sets. And Yeah, man. I mean, we talked about when we lost Sammy, we're like, well, we don't have a true number two. And then we were like, I mean, we really never used him as a true number two. A, right. he was hurt. 
And B, we just didn't use them like a traditional number two. It just didn't. Like our our offense is just different. Like that. Our X receiver, possession receiver, which is what they call, was really Travis Kelsey. Right. Now speaking of, they this Doris Fountain that they kept. That was a shocker to me. He wasn't even on my list of bubbles. I didn't think so either. Um, A lot of people call him Dwayne Bow 2.0 because he's he does look like he does look like him. He's wearing eighty two. And he's just kind of that big possession type almost receiver, but he's not going to blow the doors off nobody. But we've been saying that if they can get a decent possession receiver, like how much that would help this team, you know what I mean? So he could, you know, maybe get there. I don't right. know. And if you're running it as a personnel group, you you might be judging it based – you might – whoever plays might be whoever the cornerback is or who, whatever yeah. team you're playing, yeah. maybe that person plays more based upon – That is true. Everybody on here has a different skill set. Nice Tyreek, obviously. That is a good point, yes. Has a completely different skill set. You could change up the offense in a couple different ways. You wanted to go slow and run the run the ball and throw it on third to possession receiver, you can do that. Yep. That is true. That's you can have point. your post receivers. You can have yeah. your fast one with me, Cole. Yeah. You can have your route runner with Byron. I mean – He's yeah. not fast, but he's, he will eventually get open. Right. And with this line that we're going to talk about, who knows? Who knows, right. So, there's some things that are going to be opening up. Now, they did they did wave some folks that – Yeah, they did. You know, and it, it was tough. It was, a, it, was a, it was a lot of talent. It was a lot of receivers in that room. Um, or what was our – was it a fifth-round pick, Cornell Powell? Was Cornell it, Powell was a fifth-round pick, it? yes, sir. Or yeah. second fifth-round pick. Yes, that's right. Yeah, just to be clear. Uh, but, yeah, we waved him. Which was the biggest shock to me of this whole thing. Me too. We cut. Me too. Because I was like, well, you drafted him. Not three months ago or right. whatever. Right. Four there, months. He's got to have some more time to, to figure it out, right? But he right. didn't do a damn thing in preseason. I don't know about training camp, but he didn't do a damn thing. He didn't really thing. get much of an opportunity, but that just shows you what he was doing in the camps. Exactly. And that's the thing, too, because a lot of Chiefs uh, fans are, are up in arms and stuff over some of these cuts, and it's like, look, just because they had two preseason games that we saw, like we're not the coaches. Andy Reid sees them from OTAs, off-season, you know, efforts in the gym, in the weight room, all that stuff. And if they just kind of show up on game day, it's like, well, that's not all. You know what I mean? Right. Like, and remember the culture. People are yeah. even people are now starting to talk about the culture, about the Chiefs' culture. You're right. And you got to make sure you have players that fit the culture too. Just because <clears throat> they're better doesn't mean that they fit the culture. In the long run, when you're a playoff team, yeah, a little seed, or when you're a Super Bowl contender, the littlest seed or disgruntledness in the locker room can be a Could, virus. Yeah, you're right. And Lance, you mentioned that. I mean, this is going on two years that you've been talking about the Chiefs' culture before anybody else did. Just to be clear, on any podcast, it was Chiefs' culture, and you said, "Look, they got it going on. Whatever they have with Mahomes and these guys in the locker room. Remember, we got rid of Marcus Peters, and everyone was like, "What in the yep. shit." He just wasn't the cult. He did not fit what the, the Chiefs were trying yep. to do, you know. And we're better for it now. At the time, we were, you know, the world was on fire. But Exactly. So, now we brought uh, Powell back. So, I don't think it's a culture thing with him. Right. But we brought him back as a practice player. Yeah. So, that's good. That is good, yeah. I was, I was glad to see that, yeah. Because right. uh, I, I think he deserves a little bit more, you know, uh, opportunities. And if he can – if he can work, you know, work, learn the system and that sort of – I mean, it's a tough – you know, Andy Reid's playbook is deep. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. These receivers, if you're not smart, and I'm not saying that Powell's not smart, but if you can't pick it up quick, 
you just bump down the list. You know what I mean? True. And remember, it took him till his fifth year. He was a fifth year senior to True. get much playing time in college. So he may take a little bit of time to polish up, yeah. to get used to this speed, you know? And that's okay, you know? I and I have no things. I'm not going to – we're going to do it. Yeah. But we cut a, cut pretty much everybody else that was cut was expected. Now he brought a couple of them back on uh, – Yeah. Like Pre- Dieter. Uh, Dieter. Dieter's – Dieter. Dieter's I mean, we knew he's going to come back. He's, he's Mahomes' buddy. He's Mahomes' bud. Yeah. He's just solid for life. Like, he can always be on the practice squad if he wants. Yeah. And now, that, so he doesn't get waived, so he doesn't have to go through waivers Ooh. where a team can claim him. When they're released, because he's got four years of whatever they call it. Tenure, not tenure, but. When he's considered a veteran mm-hmm. uh, player. So now he's what they call released, and that means nobody can claim him. He's just a free agent. Everybody just calls him. So he can do whatever he wants. And clearly, he's like, well, I'm going to come back to the Chiefs. Yeah. Because my home's right. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And that's kind of what happened with Marcus but, Peters, but, yeah. which I think that was a shocker when we cut him. But he wasn't a waiver. He was a release. So we could say, hey, listen, we're going to put Willie Gay on IR. Oh, Kemp. Yes, yes. Yes, Marcus Kemp. We're going to put Willie Gay on IR, and then we're going to take him right back. back to the roster. Yeah, yep, that's what happened. So yeah. we were able to do that with him. I got you. Because he wasn't waived versus release. Okay. And a lot of people don't understand that. It takes a real big nerd, such as myself, <laughs> to pay attention to that different stuff. But that's the difference between a waiver and a cut. And a cut. And okay. a release. That's good, because even at the beginning of this cast, I started talking about who made the cut and all that stuff, and it's not that quite that simple. It's right. waving and cutting is in right. Release. There's wave waves and release. So if yeah. you're waved, it means you're in your first. It's either five or six years of being in the pro level, and people can claim you. Got it. Now, if you're released, you're basically the same thing as being a unrestricted a free, free agent. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, that was good because it worked out because Kemp's back for now, and, and yep. he's another fan favorite. Everyone likes Kemp. Great special teams guy. You know. Um, so it's good to see him for now. Get, right. You know, get so back. with Kemp, we're keeping six receivers, yeah. which is one more than we did last year, because mm. we only really kept five. Yeah, which is the same first four we had here with uh, Sammy Watkins. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Now let's go to the big one. Let's go to the biggins. My football uh, high school football coach used to say every time he saw anybody, "Hey, they're biggin." I was like, Coach, I'm not that big, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know if you know this or not. You're taller than me, and you ain't very tall. But, um, yeah, the big ends, the big guys up front, man. Uh, obviously, you know, Orlando Brown, the starters. You the, know. the clear starters in preseason are crystal clear. Yes, and they played well. There was some. There's going to be some struggle. And let me just say this, too. Like, these are. this is a brand-new O-line, right? And everyone brand knows their new. ceiling is high. But it is going to take some experience. They don't have a lot of experience together. It's going to take some experience to get there. Remember when we won the Super Bowl in 2019? No. Uh, well, <laughs> s- some people here might, Kevin. You probably don't remember that. But anyways, that defense that we came in there, remember everybody's like, this is going to be a good defense. It took about eight, nine weeks before you saw their start You're right. come together. I don't know if it'll take that long for an offensive line because it's really only five guys. Yeah. 
and they're not learning new. They are learning new scheme. They're not zone uh, zone blocking anymore. Uh, what's the new term that they're using? But anyways, it's a different type of blocking. But yeah. they're all new. Yeah, yeah, they're all. So it is going to take a while for them to gel. gel together and know exactly where everyone's at and stuff like that. And remember, three of them are rookies. Exactly. And when we get to our previews and we'll get to the Browns game and stuff like that, just know, Chiefs fans, it's not the end of the world if they make mistakes. Because they have to learn at some point. Like, these guys have to learn what not to do. Right. And the only way to do that is on the job They're experience. going to make mistakes. Yeah. You want them to make mistakes exactly. in the regular season at the exactly. playoffs. Exactly right. My, that's where I was going. I was trying to tie Sorry. up my point. Sorry, I jumped in. No, I couldn't head. even get there. I was like, where am I going with this? <laughs> but, um, yeah, you got Orlando Brown. You got Dooney. You got Creed in the middle there. Trey Smith was a shocker. Trey wow. Smith. You just say his name, and you have to say it deep like Trey Smith, because that's a man right there. Oh, he's a beast. He's a dog. He might become the steal of draft. Dude, he's a, he's a monster. And we had it last year with Sneed. Yes. If we have it two years in a row, the Super, yeah, like the Super Bowl guys are getting the steal of draft. Oh, that was awesome. Yeah. Um, high upside for these guys. And Lucas Nang, I mean, he opted out last year. Remember in OTAs when he came in and everyone was like, so beast. he's overweight. Yeah. It's like, yeah, he was going to be our left tackle. And then, obviously, we made the trade and did all the stuff. But he's just a big dude. Like, that's just all there is to it. Like, some people are just big. Yeah. Okay? And he's big. He's big and he's long. He's yeah. got the long arms, too. And he's going to make mistakes on the right tackle spot. He's, it's going to happen. But he's going to learn. You know what? Orlando Brown's going to make mistakes exactly, on the left side, too. Exactly. It's going to happen. Tooney might not. <laughs> <laughs> that dude is a solid all-pro guard. Yeah, you're right. Right. And one of the good things we saw in the preseason here was – didn't seem like Mahomes had any issue with the left-handed snapper. No, you're right. Yeah, I didn't even notice that. And a lot of people talk about that. You know, obviously the shotgun doesn't matter. Right, right. But it's, it's, when, it is, it's when you're underneath. Yeah, it is different. And you're receiving it different. That is true. I didn't think about that. So, uh, seems Man. like that's good. So, who yeah. are the ones we kept other than that? Yeah, so we got uh, Allegretti. I know a lot of people like Allegretti. Uh, they don't like him starting necessarily, but when he needs to fill in a depth guy, he's been there and done that, right? Yeah. He's played a lot yeah. of starting snaps. And and not just that, playoff experience, Super Bowl experience, oh, yeah. you know. So that's good. Same with Andrew Wiley. Um, guy's a lot of experience. Got uh, a lot of experience been with us. I think he's an undrafted guy, too. Good props to him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, LeDuvenet, Dr. Guard, Tardif. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's we knew he there. was going to say. He has a no-trade clause. A lot of people speculated. Yeah, yeah. Uh, clearly, we kept him, which is good. And it, it's a testament to, to uh, Trey Smith. I keep wanting to call him Jeff Smith. Uh, I still follow him on Twitter. But um, it's a testament to Trey Smith because we thought LeDuvenet is going to come back. He's going to take a starting guard spot right back and everything, you know. Exactly. And they came back and was like, hey. And he knew, you know, he's 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 a humble guy. He knew he was going to have to work his way up. But dang, I mean, Trey kept him at bay yeah. and it's not even close. He took it, it never like. looked back, it sounds like. So, so he's there. And then Austin Blythe uh, is there. And, and he's got a lot of experience, too. Right. And I think you skipped Rimmers. Oh, I'm sorry. Mike Rimmers. Mike Rimmers, who – there's a lot of issues with him <laughs> on me because he's been in two Super Bowls now and yeah. looked bad in both. Looked not just bad, the worst. The worst. Yeah. Now, he wasn't a left tackle last year in the Super Bowl. I think they moved and That was him. the only game he played yeah. left tackle, right. which so, – Maybe I not. Get a, it. Yeah. I get it. But apparently we think he's still solid enough. 
Yeah, yeah. And there for a while, he was going to be our starting right tackle. Right. He uh, started camp as a starter. Yeah, yeah. And then he got hurt and uh, Lucas Nang came in and tells you he's holding him at bay too. Exactly. So, so these rookies are really. Yeah. And that's good competition. That is great competition behind these guys to say, hey, look, you need to keep going. You need to keep learning because there's a guy on your ass and he's good too and, and got some damn good experience too. So. No, and if all these guys can learn from each other, again, we're keeping 10. Normally, normally uh, Andy Reid's known for doing nine. Yeah, yeah. Because you have that swing tackle, but it looks like we have two swing tackles and Wiley and uh, Rimmers. Right. This and then deep. interior guys. I mean, and don't mention, we also have uh, um, Kyle Long. Yeah, that's right. Kyle Long waiting in the IR. He doesn't go towards the roster right Damn. now, which is awesome. But yeah. he's an all-pro guy right. who set out and came to the Chiefs because he wanted to win a Super Bowl. Right. And so he's going to be hungry. pushing. He's not going to just sit there on the bench. He wants to push. He wants to, you know. Yeah. Uh, but that veteran leadership's great, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, a big thing that happened is they traded uh, Yasir Durant, the Mizzou boy. Yeah, I hate to see him go, but, we, yeah. you know, I understand business. Yeah, and they got some value for him. They got a seventh rounder for New England. Yeah. New England's got three on their active roster from Mizzou. Is that right? <laughs> you know, and that's the only reason I'll watch them. Yeah. Otherwise, I yeah. think they're going to be really boring. <laughs> um, but, yeah, they drafted a guy, um, and then they got him, and they got uh, Trez Hall. Oh, yeah. I like Trez, man. He's a hitter. Yeah, he was. Yeah. He is. Yeah, yeah so. Yeah. That's cool. Uh, but yeah, well, that's good for Durant. And if it was a deep O-line for us this year and for him to go to somewhere that he can do something and for us to get any value from him, because wasn't he undrafted, I think? Or? He was undrafted, and he was on the active roster all year. Yeah. So, last year. So, I mean, he's got experience. and Right. He's going to be a good – he's a huge guy, too. Right. He's 330, 6'7". And for someone, they probably would have – I don't know. Cut. Cut. They probably would have straight cut him. You know, to get some sort of value is, is a good move. And that's Brett Veach. Yeah. We love him. Yep. Exactly right. And uh, the only offensive line we took on the practice squad is uh, Daryl Williams. Yeah. The offensive lineman, not the running yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so uh, that's good. He centers, so I think he's going to be doing a lot of snaps while the rest of them are. Yeah, yeah. So that that's your offense, your twenty twenty one Chiefs offense, record breaking offense. It's going to be fun to watch. Um, you want to take a quick break and do the defense? Yes, sir. Yeah, we'll Stay do that. Tuned. We'll be right back. We'll be right back. And welcome back. Uh, now we're going to get to a little bit of the defensive side of the ball. We the did the, did the offense. We know what the offense can do. We know what they're potentially capable of. The defense is. Still solid. So we're going to get into um, the roster and break down just a tad bit here. But obviously, we're going to go uh, D-line and specifically D-tackle. Yeah, let's go. Yeah. Uh, are we counting Chris Jones in this one or not? So, no. Okay. No, we're not. He's okay. an outside guy. He's, he's shifted out of the D-tackle room. <laughs> but um, you still got Derek Noddy there. Uh, and Derek yeah. Noddy holds his own, man. He's... The hell of a run stuffer. He's a stud, yeah, that's for sure. Not much of a pass rusher from interior. Not that there's many people that can. Right. We got pretty spoiled with with Chris Jones Jones being in the middle, you know. But Derek Nottie holds his own, and you can't ask for more than a D-tackle to not – just don't get pushed back, okay? Create a pile if there's a run. You're going to be on the bottom of it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But create a pile, don't get pushed back, and Nottie is good at that. Yep. 
Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Uh, yeah. This is last year on this rookie deal. Yeah, so Just he's hungry. You. He's hungry. Yep. He's going to be hungry. That's and, good. And uh, behind him, uh, or next to him, Jerron Reed, the pickup from Seattle. Which is probably top five or six interior pass rusher. No one's talking about him. I was talking about this the other day at work. It's going to revolutionize no things. No one is talking about him. And he, I'm telling you guys now, he is our key to this defense. He is He's a going to be surprising to yes, everybody. Yes. He's the reason Jones can stay on the outside. Mm-hmm. Exactly right. And he can fill the hole. He can stuff a run. I'm telling you what. Remember how uh, – who is the guy that everyone liked? Remember the Tennessee game? He wasn't there and Henry ran all over us. Oh. Uh, um, big. Pinnell? Yeah, um, Mike Pinnell. Mike Pinnell. Yeah. He's like Mike Pinnell times two. Like, this dude is good. Like, right. no one's talking about him. We're talking about it here – just to let y'all know, he is he is going to be a key to this defense. Trust right, and me. he came here to win a ring. Yeah, he's hungry and nasty. And, and again, he, he's on a contract year because we only signed him for one year. That's right. He's going to be getting after it, man. I'm telling you what, he is a beast up front. Oh, and when we have a third and long and we put him and Jones inside. Yeah, man. That's going to be scary. Out. Just watch out. That's going to be uh, scary. Uh, we kept Tershawn Wharton, obviously. Obviously, the undrafted rookie from, from last, last year, year. That was amazing. And, man, he just continues to surprise people in camp. Like, he is just – you don't expect it because he's not, he's not the most athletic. He's not the biggest or nothing. But he is, like, fundamentally Solid. a pro already. He is. Yeah. He is. He's, he's mature beyond his years. And one of my favorites – I follow him on Twitter – He's from East St. Louis. One of my favorite guys on the team is Colin Saunders. Oh, really? Dude, he is cool as shit, man. He's like, he does like, he raps and stuff, and uh, he's athletic as shit. Remember, he was a linebacker last doing year? Doing backflips. Yeah. <laughs> he's doing backflips. He's, he's doing a- backflips in practice, guys. This yeah. is a 300 and something pound man. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he's in the mix in there, and uh, and I like him a lot, man. And that's solid depth. That's good depth in the middle. Now, a lot of people thought that Colin might get cut this year, but I guess he really stepped it up this year. Yeah. This could be the year of Colin. Yeah, man, I like it. I like on there, that. yeah, like that's a pretty solid D tackle. D, you know, just that's just D tackle. That's just D tackle. Those are three high level players and a fourth potential high level player. And we're not even counting Chris Jones and that. Right. right. That's all. Dude, oh Our D line is, is our D our up front D line is good. But let's do get to the D ends. Let's do but uh, obviously we talked about Chris Jones. Right. And moving out to D end. Mm-hmm. And he's gonna mix it up. You know what I mean? He can go anywhere. Oh anywhere. yeah. He may be 40, 60, 60, 40. Right. He may be 55, 60, you know, whatever. Yeah. And I know there's a lot of comparisons to TJ Watt in, in Pittsburgh. How he comes off yep. the end. He's not the fastest guy off. He's not like Derek Thomas off the end. Well, I think he's he's a ten yard fast guy. He's not a forty That's yard true. fast That's guy. True, yeah. If you looked at his ten yard shuttle, he's actually really high up there. Is he? Okay. And his athletic stuff. Oh, he's athletic as shit, don't get me wrong. But he's gonna He's got a motor that doesn't quit. Yeah, and he's got he's so technical. His his arm movements, his what he does on the line of scrimmage against O linemen. Swiping and swimming and cutting and moving. And he's big and strong. And he's, and he's so strong. Like when you think that he's gonna, you know, rip, he's just gonna bulldoze your ass right back to the quarterback. If he actually, I think when they came up with this in Vegas, he's like a dark horse to win defense player of the year. Is he, dude? He can do some damage, man. Because if they just move him anywhere, if they sit there and they're like, okay, week preparation, we want you to go against this guy in this situation, this guy in that situation. Yeah, you just do this. 
Boom. Like they can almost pick where they want him, yeah. when they want him, and everything. Dude, he's man. He's I I know I said that Jaron Reed is the key to this defense, but it just imagine you get out on the end. He's so long and tall. He had the most deflected passes by a defensive lineman last year. Yes, isn't that crazy? He's so, he's so long and tall. When those quarterbacks get out there and they have to throw around and stuff, dude, he's going to get his big-ass paw up there on some balls, man. He's going to disrupt some stuff. He's going to flick it in the air. It's going to be an interception. I can't wait. Chris Jones. Yes. Yeah. No, mm. he's going to be awesome. And we get Frank Clark. Frank Clark. And, again, Frank. I know he's been a disappointment. Except for the playoff run two years ago. Right. Let's be honest. Right. That was amazing. Yes, it was. He lived up to his contract. And it was worth his contract just there for me to <laughs> yeah, win the Super Bowl, so I'm okay with it. <laughs> seriously, I'm with let's, you Let's Let's, let's not of, get too upset with him. People are dogging him, but he showed up. And he's got the legal issues overhead, and I think right. they're going to push those things back, and he's going to be here all season. Yeah, there's not been a lot of talk about that, huh? And he's going to get no suspension from the league because it's a victimless crime. Not that it's not a, bad, yeah, a crime. No, I mean, it's still a crime, guys. It's right. just victimless. Yeah. You know? No, I agree. And and when he's on, he's on. And if you got Jones on the other side and those studs in the middle, he's going to do something. They're, they're going to help each other. When yeah. you have two good pass rushers on both sides, the quarterback's got to go one side right, or the other, yeah. and he's going to run into the other guy. Right, exactly. Typically, the, the least – Skilled pass rusher is the one who gets the most sacks when you get two yeah, good ones. Because they push over because to the they other. run yeah, to the other side. Exactly right. Yep. So yeah, he's obviously there. Alex Okafor. He's um, back. He's back, and he knows the defense, and he's solid over there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike Dana, and we all know him. Dude, really solid guy. Really impressed with this kid. Yes, he dude sets the edge. You will not get around him running the ball. Like he may not be a, a pass rush guy. But if you're running towards him, it's going to go back up the middle. He's going to set that edge. And that that sucks so bad. Remember all those bad defensive years? I mean, even as recent as 18, when running backs would just run right around the edge. Boom, all of a sudden, they're already in the in the linebackers. They're already in the safeties. He prevents that stuff from happening. So, uh, he's a solid fan. Or prolongs it because he yeah. just makes them go. He's, yeah, yeah. Stretches he's the solid. play out. Yeah, sure. And then you got that Kando. 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 Man, he's an athletic beast. Remember, this is a five-star recruit. Yeah. He was a top ten recruit at one time. He's got the athleticism. He's got the athleticism. You give uh, – what's our defensive line coaches? I don't know why I draw a blank. Oh, uh, Patriots guy. Uh, uh, but you saw what he did to Dana. Yes. Look what he can do What he can do with him throughout the year. This yeah, guy man. might be a yeah. solid, solid player. I agree. I, he's got a lot of upside. They're going to work him. And he's going to be in the mix. And he's going to get some valuable experience, too. Like, he's going to be in there. So, Oh, yeah. Like oh, that. yeah. And I think if you do third and long, I think by the end of the year, third and longs are going to be Jones and Reed in the middle, Ooh. Clark and Kando just sheer pin your ears back and go. Yes, yes. I do like that. And he is good at that. I mean, and you don't have to be – you don't have to have a lot of experience. If you can rush the passer on third down, you're going to be doing okay. So Yes. Uh, a surprise, uh, a couple surprises. We waved uh, Tim Ward. Uh, Tim Ward, I really thought he had an amazing preseason. Me and Lance absolutely had him on the making the cut. Absolutely, absolutely. The multiple times we've done this, we've said Tim Ward's going to be there. He was always in the in the somewhere around the ball. Big athletic guy, almost reminds you of Tano Passano, but more sharp. I think like we're polished a little bit. 
But yes. yeah, we waived him, and then he, who do you get picked up by? So how waivers work is it goes by the worst record of last year. So it's easy to go by whoever the draft was. And obviously Jaguars had the first pick. Yeah. But the second pick was the Jets, and Ward got picked up by the by Jets. The Jets. It so did the not second team that yeah. could get him claimed him. They claimed his ass quick. That fast. That's how fast he went. That's yeah. a testament. Now, he goes that fast. Just tells you how good he, they, we think the they other think guys are. everybody else is. Yeah, because they wouldn't have let him do that if they because they knew yep. he was going to get picked up. Yeah, they had no doubt. Right. And they had to. It was just one of those things where, like, it's a deep defensive line. Unfortunately, you can't make the cut. God, how awesome is it to have that deep offense? I know. How deep are offense and how deep our defensive line are? Those line? Man. That's where games are really won, guys. Really. We've seen it year after year as Chiefs fans where we could not win up front on either side of the ball. And it ruins the entire game plan every time. But right. we get some dogs up front, man, on both sides, you can all of a sudden, you can control the clock, you can balance things out, you can do whatever the hell you want. Right. And again, these are the guys going against our rookie linemen. Our rookie linemen are getting a lot of good yeah. snaps of practice. That is true. That's a good point. They need it. They're getting it. And we got some some tough running coming up. You know, we got the Browns right out the gate and the Ravens and the Chargers. So it's mm-hmm. like, hey, they're, they're going to need to step up, and they I think they will. They will. Yeah. All right, where are we on now? Linebackers? LB's up in the house. So All we right. know uh, Anthony Hitchens. Who's our quarterback. Right. And he had yeah. a really good camp in preseason. Like, he's he slimmed down a little yeah, bit. he slimmed down. He's looking better. He's looking He's looking the best I've seen him as a chief. I agree. Yeah, totally. And Now, we'll see how the regular season goes, but right now. No, I totally agree. Um, then you got Willie Gay. We talked about Willie Gay. Which, and now he's on the IR. Yeah, and that sucks. So, that's going to put the next two guys as the other two starters. Step up, man. And we all, we all well, we'll get we'll, – We'll get to uh, Nick Bolton in a second, but Ben Neiman is going to play a lot to start. Guys, and you're not going to like it. <laughs> He's going to have to I'm not going to like it. He's going to be a little bit behind. He's such a smart player. That's that's why they like him. He's And even in the Super Bowl, he was in the right spots. He just gets, you know, beat sometimes. It's going to happen. But he is so smart. He knows exactly where to be. And they love that about him. We're just like, hey, if someone goes out, Willie Gay, you know what I mean? <laughs> then we know that, hey, at least we know you know how the shit works. You know what I mean? Right. And remember, he was a guy who wore a green dot on his helmet. So he yeah. was able to have the radio most right. of the most of the last year. When Hitchens wasn't in, he was the guy with the green dot. Yeah. He's the guy on the field that can coach Those the were the field. two guys. Yeah. So Love him or hate him. He's going to play, and the, and he's there for a reason. I know the Chiefs fan thinks he's a bunch of he's just Daniel Sorensen 2.0. Yeah. But he's there for a reason. He knows the plays. He knows the, he knows the defense. So, But Nick Bolton now. Now here we go, guys. Now he's he's going to get a lot more playing time with thrown right Willie into the Gay. Fire. Yeah. And good for him. Good. Good for him. Yeah, because it needs to happen at some point. Um, and he's going to make a lot of mistakes. Yes, he will. Yes, he will. Uh, per game. Yes, it's going to be glaring and obvious, and Chiefs fans are going to shred him. But mm-hmm. give this guy time. He wasn't meant to be thrown in the fire this early. That's not mm-hmm. how it was meant to be, but he is, and it is what it is. And don't get me wrong, he's a smart player. Mm-hmm. And so he'll pick it up, I think, faster than Willie Gay did last year. Yeah. He's a little bit smarter, I think. 
he's not quite as athletic, but he's still good. Oh, yeah, yeah. But he's going to be playing that off-ball linebacker. Yeah. He's going to be in the wrong position. This, I mean, it's just going to happen. You're a rookie linebacker. Right. He's not going to be his natural linebacker position. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. He's a natural Mike. But yes. Hitchens is going to be that Mike. Yes, exactly. You're, uh, that's a good point because he will stuff the middle. He will hit you hard. He will be good in the run game. But he's going to make some mistakes. It's going to happen early. It's going to happen in the Ravens game, in the Browns game. It's going to happen. It's just going to happen. But just like we said with the offensive line, I'd rather him do it now. Exactly. That's valuable. So he's ready. Valuable late in the year that if he needs to step in and do something, he's going to have that experience against really good teams. These aren't scrubs we're playing against in the beginning of the season, and it's going to be better for him because of that. Right. These I, are playoff teams that he's playing, right? This will make his development move faster, right. I think. You got, you're talking about Chargers, Browns, and Ravens. Those are potentially three playoff teams that he's going to learn from early. It's not the best, but he's going to learn. Yeah. No, he is. And then we got two other guys here. Dorian O'Daniel, this is last year on his rookie contract. Daniel Rules. And he's a special teams ace. Yes, I mean, he, he doesn't play any linebacker that I know about. Man, I thought he was going to be, when he came out of Clemson, I thought he was going to be like just really gay. Somebody. I thought he was going to be like really gay or something, and he just never really panned out, you know. But he's been a hell of a solid special Absolutely. Dave Tobe loves the kid. You know, he plays every special teams. Yes. Uh, and well, he does it well. He does well. <laughs> so he's there. And then Darius Harris. Now, I was surprised with this one. I thought we were only going to keep five. But yeah. now knowing that Willie Gay was going to the yeah. IR immediately, that makes sense why I would keep him. Yeah, it makes sense. And so. he did fine when he came in. Yeah. But we'll see. I mean, in- he's had a couple years under the same system. So he's smart. He knows the scheme. Yeah. I think he's a good keep. Yeah. It's uh, our linebackers are going to have. Some growing pains, but it'll be it'll be okay. Remember when it was just uh, Ben Neiman and Hitchens, obviously, and then uh, Wilson. Damien Wilson, yeah. And they just, man, it just it was just so mediocre. Yeah, you didn't want, yeah. <laughs> At least we got some guys with a lot of upside, you know. We so, do. So. There's a lot of upside there. That's a good way to put it, That's there, promising. Kevin. Great, great thing. And then we move to the secondary. The cornerbacks. Which is my favorite position because I played at all state levels back in high school. I don't know if y'all know. You can look me up anytime you want to. Ray South, baby. But cornerback uh, number one, Traverius Ward. All right. We knew that was happening. Right. No right. doubt about it. Then there's Sneed. Sneed. No doubt he's our number two. God, I love Sneed. Man. But I want to bring this up because we've talked about this many times. We were like, I kind of want Sneed to be in the box. Yeah. So, in preseason, we've seen this. He actually moves to the box when they go to nickel. Yeah. When they bring in a third cornerback, he goes from the outside and goes into the slot and plays in the box. And, man. Which is his best (laughs) position. That's his jam, dude. You're right. Him at slot, him in the box. He's like a mini honey badger. We've talked about that. Yeah. He is one of the best slot cover corners in the league already. Already. Boom, second year. Like, yeah. And he was Isn't hurt amazing? last year some of the time. Like, he is – he just came in. He's not afraid to take on a lineman. He's not afraid to tackle. He's not afraid to cover. God, I love him. And I want to point out his intelligence. Last year, yeah. with very little off season, he was able to play outside when we needed him, when uh, Breland had his suspensions, and then comes back from injury and plays the – Slot. Picked up right where he left off. 
how fast in, but in a different position yeah picked up he played only the slot and we thought he was going to we was he was going to you know take you know right you know go down a little bit because of all that remember the Houston game the first game last year that Thursday night game yeah Watson picked on him the first few plays and then realized <laughs> yeah. oh shit yeah. yep I can't like, pick on the rookie good. now yep. yeah yeah I mean, this That's this him. kid is the real deal. Yeah, he is. And like you said, he was this everyone not just not just podcast guys, not just Chiefs Kingdom. He was the steal of the draft last year. In fact, they redid the draft and they said he would have went top ten easy. You know what I mean? So isn't that crazy? That's nutty, nutty. And we got him in the fourth round. Yeah. What was he pick? Like one thirty eight. Yeah, I remember something yeah. like that. And we talked about him when we first drafted him. We're like, well, this is a guy. We didn't think he was going to be that good right off the bat. No, but we're like, he's a development guy. No, yeah. he's Boom. Day one, he was ready to go, and he still is like that, man. He just gets better. All right, and then we got Hughes, who came in. We traded a sixth-round pick, got him, and a seventh-round back. Yes. Which is crazy. Yeah. And And uh, he looks good. He looks good, too, don't he? I like the kid. Plus, he he returns punts. He looked great in the punt return game. Yeah, he gets upfield. He doesn't run around dance. Uh, Man, (laughs) some other people do do that, you know what I mean? Uh, I like Mike Hughes a lot, man. He's I wasn't sure if he would even make the squad and he came in and he he's, former first rounder. I totally thought Baker was gonna be this guy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But they brought him to compete with Baker and he beat out Baker. Yeah, he did. And uh and we kept DeAndre Baker, you know. Oh yeah. Um, he's solid. And he is. He got hurt last year, he was coming on strong, but he looks good so far. So he I see him as the backup outside guy. Yeah. And then backup slot guy is Rashard Fitton, a sixth round draft Fitton's pick. Fitton's good, man. He looked good last year, man. Yes, he is. I, I, I really like Fitton. And even in the preseason when he was running with the twos and threes, he was still making plays, man. He was just he like, was. Fitton's good slot guy. Right. I mean, he's not an out, he's not a sneed, don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. but he's solid. Well, he's solid, ain't he? Like, when you need someone to step in and just be solid, that's him. Right. He's not going to make spectacular plays, but he's going to be where he needs to be. Yeah. And then the shocker, what's his name? Curtis Lamons, Lamons, Lemons. He wasn't even <laughs> on my list of people that could make the roster. Right. Uh, it was funny, though, and I know that Honey Badger, you know, has a thing for secondary, obviously. But someone on Twitter was like, just randomly, they didn't even tag Honey Badger or any of these guys. They just said, I'm really surprised they kept uh, Chris Lamons and not uh, Ward on the D-line. And Honey Badger was like, well, he tells you what you know, not a damn thing. He's like, Chris is good. Y'all don't know. I was like, oh, okay. I don't know if he's just saying that to, like, back his boy or if he's saying that because, you know, he sees what the Chiefs sees. Well, when Honey Badger talks, I listen. Yeah, exactly right. So. Mm. No, there's that. There's that. But the surprise cut was Bo, Bo Peep Bo Keys. Yeah. You know, he was the one we traded back in last year yeah. to get this guy because we were afraid we wouldn't get him on the. Yep, yep. And he got picked up by. Bengals or somebody like that? Did he? I okay. can't remember. He got, I don't he got picked up on waivers. Oh, did he? Okay. So that's why he's not on our practice squad. Okay. Uh, uh, did they pick Boodle, DiCaprio Boodle up on the practice yeah, squad? Yeah, he, he's on the practice okay. squad, yeah. yeah he was one of the latest ones to go Okay. To, for us to sign. And I don't know much about him. I saw him in preseason, but. I don't either. He's the Nebraska guy, right? I think so, yeah. Yeah. But I was shocked that we cut Bo Peep Keys and Cape Blamans, which yeah. Lamons, however you say his name. Hey. But you know what? They know better than us. Exactly. So I think good. we got to – I don't think he'll play much corner. 
out of this five guys. Yeah, yeah. He's going to be a special teams guy, so he could be like you said, could a David be, uh, uh, Tobes, uh, David Tobes specialist there. Yeah, guy. Yeah, you know. Yeah, speaking of uh, special teams there, you know. Oh, sorry. So sorry. So sorry to skip the Honey Badger and the safety squad. I apologize, Honey Badger, if you're listening. Don't come at me on Twitter, bro. Uh, safety spot. Obviously, Tyron Matthews is is uh, is a stud. Daniel Sorensen, we knew he wasn't going to go nowhere. You know what I mean? He's a solid guy. And really? Team's ace, too. So, you know, that makes sense there. So, so that rounds out your defense. And uh, and I think a hell of a defense it is. People are saying they're not going to be as good as they should be. I think they are. I like this defense. No, I, I think our, this defense looks better than the last three years. For yeah, sure. I'd say that. Yeah, definitely. Since we lost Justin Houston. Is that four years then? No, it's been a few years, yeah. So, I think this is the best defense we've had. Our best offensive line we've had Oh, probably since I've – no, and it's only going to get better. And, and again, we have to look at this. Well, let's wrap up. Obviously, we got Harrison Butt Kicker. Yep. yep. Tommy Sorry, let's, yeah, let's go to special teams. Let's Tommy go. Townsend, the punter, those long, glorious hair. Right. And just and James Winchesterton, Fieldville, Iowa. Right. They brought uh, no competition in for them, and so that just tells you what hey, to think of them. Yeah, they're good there. But this team is going to be. And I know we start out great in September, right? Mahomes in September and all these things. It's gonna, I think it's going to be a little bit different this year. That line, got to get used to each other. The defense has got to figure it out a little bit. You know, there's Willie Gay out there. But in the long run, halfway to late season, I mean, barring a significant injury, AFC Championship game, you know what I mean? Like, Oh, yeah, I don't see us not making that right, game. Right, right. If we're fourth year in a row, right? I mean, guys. Right. Hopefully we host it, which I think we got a good chance. Again, the beginning of the season is going to determine it. Yeah, unfortunately. I and think, we said that last year. Yeah, yeah, we did. And we. It's tough out the gate again. Um, it is. And we might have some growing pains. And we may, we may win by not what we think we should win by. And our offense doesn't score as much. But as the season goes along, man. This team, I have full confidence they can get back there. Me and Kevin were talking off off air. There's a couple things, and we'll talk about them as the year goes through. We don't want to give away everything, but there's a chance this could be one of the best teams in NFL history. Not just Chiefs. Not just this in the league. There's a chance. A couple things got to go right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But – you think of eight our eighteen offense and our nineteen defense. You know what I mean? Like our twenty defense is pretty good. But you think combining those two together, like our O line is going to be by the end of the year, good. Good. Above average by the end of the year. Next year this O line could be elite, right? They could ne- be elite. Next year they might be the number one. Right. I think they'll end up being a top ten, but next year they're gonna be top five easy. Yeah. Especially if we re-sign Brown. And that's the only one we have to worry about. Yeah, yeah. Think about this, guys. We have three rookies for four years. Oh. We have uh, <laughs> Tooney for five for, years. Yeah, he's in there. Brown's it's the only one we got to worry about. And he does well. well obviously, we're going to re-sign him. You know, that's yeah. going to happen. And so, we got this team, this O-line for four years. Like, this is the beginning. So, it ain't going to be great game one. 
but it will be great by the halfway through end of the year. I'm I'm telling you, I'm just I'm just so excited, man. It's it's gonna be a great year. It's gonna be exciting, guys. All right. Well, that wraps it up. Yep. Anything like you want to say? Nope. Looking forward to it. We're going to do the uh, Browns pregame and postgame, and, uh, and that'll be a tough matchup coming up, you know, but uh, we're going to get there and uh, can't Especially wait. Especially for our rookie line. Yeah, it's going to be a good test. this is one of the best pass rushing teams we're going right. to face. It's going to be a good test. They'll learn. We're going to see them growing up before our eyes in that game. Like I said, there will be some sacks. There will be some mess-ups. But throughout the game, we're going to see them grow literally before our eyes. I can't wait to see it. It's going to be exciting. All right. Go Chiefs. Go Chiefs.